Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Israel and it is my privilege to encourage you on this Monday morning. We are starting a brand new devotion series today called Wholehearted. Um, and we're going to discuss about wholeheartedly loving God, wholeheartedly walking our faith in community and individually. Um, and so I hope this series is going to be a big encouragement for you. But our message for today is taken out of the book of Matthew chapter 22, verses 37, all the way up until verse 40. And I want to read it for you now. And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depends all the law and the prophets. Love. Love is the most powerful thing in humanity's history. Love is the force that binds hearts together. Love is the force that redeems mankind. Every redemption story starts out of a place of love, love that humanity shares with each other, love that we share because God first loved each one of us. If you've ever visited our church in Cape Town, when you walk in, on the floor, in big letters, you will see the words, For God so loved Cape Town. And we put that in because it's sort of a motto for ministry. It's why we do what we do. It's why we gather as a people. Because we believe that through our community, God is wanting to extend a hand of love to the city of Cape Town. Now, it's the same mission all of our churches do in all of the locations, wherever in the country they may be. And if you're watching online, even there... It's about leading people into an encounter of the love of God. We believe that all ministry should flow out of an overflow of that love. You see, Jesus' ministry was because God loved the world. And Jesus passed that ministry on to his disciples. And at the Great Commission, he said to them, teach the world to obey these same commandments. And so every act of generosity, every prayer we pray, every sermon we preach, every help we do to serve the people of God, every aspect of our own ministry comes out of an overflow because of God loved the earth. God loved the world. Now, ministry is sometimes viewed as something that pastors do in, in churches. But the Apostle Paul writes a little bit different about ministry. He talks about the fivefold giftings of ministry, the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the evangelists, and the teachers. And he says that they, what we would call vocational ministers, exist to equip the, the saints, that's everyone else who's not a pastor, just attending church, to do the work of the ministry. And so sometimes when pastors become pastors, we say they go full-time ministry, which technically is true, but also technically it's not. They vocationally become ministers. You, each and every single one of you listening right now, have been given a ministry. Something God wants to do through you, being the hands and the feet of Jesus. God is wanting to express his love to the world through you. But this passage is interesting because Jesus gives us two points here. And he says, on these two commandments depends the entire law and everything that the prophets prophesied. And those things are, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And then this, the greatest first commandment. And then second is, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Just on that first point, 
You shall love the Lord with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. We love God and express glory to God, not just in an intellectual manner or in an emotional manner or in a spiritual manner, but to deeply and properly love God for who he genuinely is. We need every aspect of our being to wholeheartedly express our love with God. We love him out of the deepest overflow of our hearts. We love him out of the deepest emotions that our soul can experience. And we even love him with our mind. I think people sometimes struggle and think intellect may not be an expression of love, but to love God with our minds means we actually have to apply our minds into an expression of love to God. And the second is this, that we will love our neighbors as ourselves. I think everyone knows that verse, but I want to flip it around a little bit. The same commandment for me to love my neighbor as myself is also the commandment to allow myself to be loved by my neighbor. And I meet this sound of people all the time. They love running around. They love serving a church. They love getting involved and going absolutely out of their way to serve other people, to make sure they're looked after, they're comforted, they're taken care of. But actually deep down, they are in deep love and need of love themselves because they've got such a deep love and they have an inability to allow themselves to be loved, they overcompensate by overloving people around them. But we are actually instructed to also allow ourselves to be loved. So if, if you resonate with that type, if you're one of those people that, that tends to just overemphasize love to other people because you have a difficulty to love yourself, remember these words, the same commandment that commands you to love your neighbor as yourself indirectly means that you are to allow yourself to be loved by your neighbor. Now, I'm reminded of another passage in the book of 1 John chapter 4, verses 19 to 21. It says this, we love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, but he hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love who he has not seen. And we have this commandment from him, whoever loves God must love his brother also. It's easy to say, I love God and have a difficult time with people around us. And that's why the two commandments is love God. And the second one is to love our neighbor. Because through that love, we become partakers of the ministry of reconciliation that Jesus has given each and every single one of us. And there's something in our hearts that needs to learn how to love people around as well. Because as much as we love the people around us, we see them. And what one John is saying here is that we cannot say we love God, who we cannot see, and not love the people that we can't see. So I want to encourage you today, if you've got difficulty loving yourself or allowing yourself to be loved, ask the Holy Spirit to help you soften your heart to allow that. And we also need to ask the Holy Spirit how we can better honor glorify and love God with all of our hearts, all of our souls, and all of our minds. In Jesus' name, can we pray quick? Holy Spirit, thank you for the incredible love that's been extended to humanity. For God so loved the world. And because you love, we get to express love back to you. And out of an overflow of that love, will you teach us how to love those around us well? 
and also how to allow ourselves to be loved well. Father, will you even this week give us over-the-top situations where we can love people better and express a deeper love to you through that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.